Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. So it's pretty clear that we're going to face some kind of renewal of the COVID lockdowns, whether this is mass mandates, whether it is coercion socially and governmentally to take a new COVID vaccine, possibly lockdowns. We're not exactly sure what we're going to face, but it's become increasingly clear that uh, the first stage has begun. The first stage is the media onslaught telling us that COVID, there's a COVID uh, wave that's about to happen, that COVID, is, it's a little bit of a different strain. Scientists are unsure about how serious it is and how we catch it, maybe because no one knows they have it when they have it. It's pretty clear that they've started the propaganda wave. The next phase is going to be lockdowns. We talked about documents that were uncovered by Steve Bannon's war room last week that shows the Biden administration has contracted with different COVID testing services, different COVID advisory services, these contracts uh, are set to start in September or October, and they run suspiciously through April of 2024. Alex Jones, yes, Alex Jones, says that he has talked to a TSA whistleblower who says that mask mandates are set to return in September at airports and then to airlines in October. All the signs are there. We'd be stupid to ignore the signs after what we went through the last time. The question that we're all facing is, this time, what are we going to do about it? How are we going to react when we face either social coercion, private businesses that are mandating these things, whether it's the vaccine or mask, or governmental mandates? Given what we know from the last time, what are we going to do? Well, let's start by reading a report about the CDC. The CDC has removed the adverse events reporting system about the COVID-19 vaccine from their website. This is according to the Daily Wire. The CDC website appeared to have quietly stopped collecting COVID-19 vaccine adverse events on the federal agency's vSafe website earlier this summer. Thank you for your participation. Data collection for COVID-19 vaccines concluded on June 30th of 2023, the vSafe website reads. Instead of displaying data collected for, from the mRNA vaccine, the CDC website redirects users to the FDA Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System website for adverse event reporting. This seems fairly troubling to me because we are still collecting serious um, adverse events related to the mRNA vaccine. And especially as Joe Biden says that he is asking Congress for new funding for a new COVID vaccine that may be required for everyone, regardless of whether you've had a COVID vaccine before, it seems to me that this would be pretty pertinent information and that the only reason a government entity like the CDC would discontinue collecting data about adverse events is if they don't want you to know about it. They want you to blindly comply. They want you to take their vaccine, big pharma profits on the side, maybe you're hurt, maybe your family members are hurt, but you have no way to report it, it's never collected, and so you're just dismissed as a conspiracy theorist. If this doesn't inform our decisions about how we're going to respond to upcoming mask mandates and vaccine mandates and lockdowns, then I don't know what does. Scott Adams, if we could bring this, this post, this is a post on X, formerly known as Twitter. Scott Adams, he's the 
co-founder, the creator of Dilbert's. He's been canceled for really not that controversial of opinions in the past. But Scott Adams suggests that the way that people should push back against upcoming mask mandates this time is, this is what he says, the mask issue is going to get ugly unless the first corporation that bows to the government and requires masks gets taken down by its customers. We will have to bankrupt a Fortune 500 company as an example just to get our freedom back. It's the only smart play. Focus all cannons on that first offender and take it down fast. So what he's suggesting is Bud Light them. Target them. And when I say target them, I mean target the store them. We discovered something very powerful this summer as consumers. We discovered our power as consumers, a power that we've probably already had, already have, we've always had, but we've never effectively harnessed that power to make our voices heard in the marketplace, meaning we've never been good at boycotting. Conservatives have never been good at boycotting, but finally we did. First, it was Bud Light, then it was Target. Any, the, the way that the government enforces these mask mandates and these vaccine mandates is not necessarily through government power. It's through what they call public-private partnerships, making airlines, for example, force people to wear masks. The airlines didn't want to force people to wear masks, but Pete Buttigieg used the power of government. Joe Biden's administrative state, OSHA, used the power of government to force these private entities to enforce mask mandates and vaccine mandates because people have to fly. They have to fly for work. I fly all the time for work. I had to during the first, the first COVID wave when masks were mandated, I had to wear a, ma a mask on the plane or else not fly. I'm not gonna do that this time. But this is how it's done. Scott Adams is 100% correct. If we want to stop this, and we must stop this, we have to use our power as consumers to simply say no. We actually had this power the first time. We should have, and I admit that I expected the American people to put a stop to it the first time, I lived in California at the time of the first lockdown. So Gavin Newsom was the first governor to lock down the state. I remember it very vividly in March of 2020. He locked down California for 14 days to slow the spread. And I thought, there's no way people are going to comply with this. This is just an empty gesture, a token. There's no way people are going to follow this order. And I was shocked and disappointed when people did. And then I thought, when Gavin Newsom extended that order... I thought, well, there's no way people are going to continue that. Maybe they were okay with a two-week vacation, but there's no way people are going to obey this longer. Their livelihoods are at risk. And then they did. And I thought when they mandated masks outside and in stores and social distancing and vaccine and children being masked in school, I thought, you know what? People are going to rise up and say, stop. Doctors and nurses are going to protest against this. Pilots are going to refuse to be masked. And people didn't do it. People just rolled over. It was, it was a jarring moment in my political career because I thought the American people had a freedom-loving spirit that was vibrant enough that they would never allow themselves to be controlled by government officials like this, and I was wrong. But now, given what we know, that collectively our eyes have been opened over the course of the past, going on three years now, we have a choice. What are we going to do? Are we going to roll over again and allow that to happen to us again and allow our businesses to be wrecked again and allow the mental health of our young people to be tanked again and allow ourselves to be injected with a vaccine that's not effective and certainly not safe again and allow masks that we now know are dangerous. Now, if you put a mask on your face, you can know that you are actually inhaling 
toxic chemicals that are harmful to you? Are we gonna allow that to happen again and to our children again? Or are we going to say no? I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm going to refuse to comply 100%. I will not take part in it. I will not do it. And this time, I'm not gonna refuse to comply quietly. If someone tries to force me to wear a mask, I'm not, I'm not gonna just put my head down and, and do what I want but not say a word. No, no, I will be shaming you if you try to make me wear a mask. Social pressure, social coercion, peer pressure is how they enforce. It's like North Korea style. This is how they enforce this kind of, this kind of blanket mask and vaccine mandate. And the only way to counter that is A, to refuse to comply, and B, to turn that pressure back on the other side. Meanwhile, this Scott Adams, this post from Scott Adams on X was a repost of Jerome Adams, the former, um, the former, I think, uh, what was he, Surgeon General? The former Surgeon General, he's an active advocate for masks now. He says, just now heard the American Air gate agents talking about the COVID surge and discussing how to stay safe because Bryson, this is an American Airlines employee he's standing next to in the photo, actually had a heart attack a few years ago. I offered him a new KN95 mask from my stash. God has a way of putting you where you're needed. Well, what's funny here is, is Jerome Adams is an advocate of masks now, but just a couple of years ago, he was quite the opposite. He said people shouldn't wear masks. Take a listen to this. And one of the things they shouldn't be doing, the general public, is going out and buying masks. It actually uh, does not help. It's not been proven to be effective in preventing spread of coronavirus amongst the general public. And actually, people who tend to buy masks and don't know how to wear them properly, as a healthcare provider, I have to get fit tested. Folks who don't know how to wear them properly tend to touch their faces yep. a lot and actually can increase the spread of coronavirus. You can increase your risk of getting it by wearing a mask if you are not a healthcare provider. That's 100% true. First of all, healthcare providers don't wear masks to stop the spread of viruses. Surgeons wear masks to cover their face to protect themselves from being splattered by blood during surgery. It has nothing to do with the spread of bacteria or viruses. And Jerome Adams in that video of a couple years ago was correct. So you have to ask yourself, well, what happened, Dr. Adams, between that video and now? Who's been paying you, perhaps, to change your opinion? I think we can all guess. I prefer, as a doctor, Dr. Joseph Ladapo um, of Florida, who says that people should refuse to participate in masking. This is the Surgeon General of Florida. If we could bring this post up on the screen. This is what he says. I'm gonna bring it up so you can see it. What do you call reimposing mask policies, Dr. Ladapo says, that have been proven ineffective or restarting lockdowns that are known to cause harm? You don't call it sanity. Those terrible policies only work with your cooperation. How about refusing to participate? Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is a doctor I can get on board with. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a public health official giving advice to the people that is in our best interest. And that is how I will be reacting when COVID mask mandates and vaccine coercion and God forbid lockdowns are on the horizon between September and October and April. Those contracts that the federal government, the Biden administration has with these COVID companies, they already have an end date in mind, which seems odd. 
that you could predict when a virus is going to run its course, unless, of course, that virus is going to run its course just in time for Joe Biden to save the day right before the summer campaign season, right before the 2024 elections. What do you know about that? Huh, what a coincidence. All right, guys, thanks for watching today. Thanks for listening. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show.